Welcome, everybody, to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Three Amigos Podcast. With me, I have Danny. What's up, everybody? We were not gone for a long period of time. We have Justin. It's Gucci. And we have me, Matt, the king. The king. The king Is this of new? the podcast. Praise be on I am the MC of the podcast. I haven't heard of this. I'm the only person who ever gets to do the intros, and I do it with enthusiasm. I'm sure you we do. do it some, we do it sometimes. Just I, we do it like we swap out. it, but I, I don't. Justin, Justin, like, hey guys, hey like, guys, listen, listen to the first episode of season one of season one. Yo, I'm the first episode was like, hey, we're two. gonna do this off of fucking script because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, no, it's it's the first episode. It's kind of kind of cringy. I want to go back. Well, it's because we literally were like, "Hey, we're gonna do it like this, and we're gonna read well, I mean, it in yeah, order." We kinda, and it's gonna be yeah, we kind of, we kind of. It feels weird to say, but we planned too much for it. We had too much preparation. Got to improv. Honestly, the less prepared we are for the podcast. Yeah, the when I was like, is. "Hey, last night, uh, let's do a podcast," and you guys were like, "All right." I mean, I joked around on that about the possibility of doing one, but it was just I don't know. We just it never came to plan. I guess. Yeah, but it's here now. It but finally fucking season happened. Three Migops is here now. It is in your ear holes, and you are listening to us right holes. now. I mean, in like two or three days from now, whenever this fucking thing is edited. But... It will be up tonight. Oh, it will. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. as long as, as, you, as long as you, we've uh, said that before. Hey, will it be hey up as long tonight? as you send your track over to me in reasonable yes. amount of time. I so can you're do saying it it's going to be up tonight, Tuesday, January third, twenty seventeen, season two, episode one. Yes. You could probably listen to it in the morning. Season 2, episode 1. Oh, yeah. shit. Bam. Guys, it's happening. It's happening. Yes. We're back. So, so um, the they... most important question, what the fuck are we going to talk about? No, but serious question. When was our last episode, June? Serious question. Oh, yeah. uh, wh- why are you saying serious question? <laughs> no. Cause... Why do you think? Because it's a serious question. last episode was six months ago. But nobody so knows that. Nobody knows. Well, except us. It's actually kind of funny because if you go back to uh, the Twitter account, it just says... uh. Next uh, next uh, episode will be up soonish, and it's just like it's really like July. <laughs> Six months later, well, it's pretty soon. So I don't think we ever uploaded the episode, but no, we did make it. an episode. We did. We, we, we did. We recorded an episode. But I don't even it. remember what we okay. talked about, but Matt definitely was supposed to edit it. I he I said he said I could do it like today, and then I can't do it for a while, and I was like, well, I could do it today, and he's like, I'll do it, and then honestly, at this point, I, I don't care. He what never did it for like a month. I finally edited it. And then we were like, it got to the point that when we realized that like we should edit it, like it was the episode was just so outdated. It was like we don't care, like whatever. We should just dump that up as like bonus feature. Uh, exactly. We'll put it in the archives. Yeah. The archives. Yeah, it's the finale of season one that you'll never Remember, hear. Remember, it's like that episode like eight point five that we did. Oh, that was yeah. up for like a week. Yeah. What was an eight? What was an eight point five? Oh, eight point five was great. What was it? It was like it was that episode with like uh, an Evan. Hour in. Oh, Evan! Didn't like our his mic like crash like like he didn't, he didn't record most mic of like audacity like fucking like fucked up and he's like I'm not recording anymore or some shit yeah and he hadn't been recording for like t- like half an hour I think right yeah, yeah. I mean right. it's not I mean I kind of did that one time where uh, my audacity like fucked <laughs> over fucked me over and I didn't have like 15 minutes of recording secrets of the podcast but, but the oh yeah I don't remember what episode it, it might have actually been like nine or ten but um. My, uh, no, you, it, it's very, you can see. If you go back to the episode, I don't remember which one it was. It was early, though. I want to say it was within the first 10, 15 episodes. Uh, my mic, like, shit out. Um, and I had to go, I had to, like, I had to re-record my lines. Like, I had to record what I thought we were talking about. I literally, like, 
told Danny, go make your fucking audio because I don't want to so record I, this like, episode. If I sounded out of sync, no, you could tell because I remember listening to the episode when it came out. I'm like, people are gonna tell. This is like fucked up. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. We're not a we're not a improv man. Podcast. That's what you do. It's not really. We improv. are a quality podcast. Yeah, quality shit show. Hey, but yeah. So as Danny was saying, it is January third, so 2016 is over. Yeah. Thank God. And since people on the internet don't know how to cope with uh, celebrity deaths, and they think 2016 was like the worst year ever, um, I think it was actually a pretty good year. In terms of what? Just, o- Just overall, overall stuff that happened. Movies, games, music. I thought it, was, thought it was fine. Didn't think it was great. It was a great year for music. It, it was probably one of the best years for music in recent memory. Was, almost everything I think else it was, was a pretty fine. great year for movies. I thought it was. I thought it was a decent year for movies. No, because I think that like okay. there was like good. There were a lot of hit. There were lots of hits and lots of misses. Yeah, I but I think the, that there was like a good selection of top tier movies. Yeah. And that is why, I'd like Danny to talk about why he liked Moonlight so much, right now. Oh yeah, so the movie that I'm rooting to win like every Oscar right now is Moonlight. Just because I, I actually I wrote a review for it in uh, my student paper up at school, which I don't know if I've talked about. Plug it. I'll plug it. Plug it. I'll leave a link. Yeah, I wrote a review for the movie, and I just, I, it's just, it's just such a good movie. I, I you, Justin, you actually, you posed this uh, in a really interesting way when you texted me after you saw it, because you saw it like a week before I did, and you basically said that Moonlight is like boyhood if boyhood was about everything that's wrong in this world. So I think, I, I think it's actually a good way to put it. I, I think it's interesting because it's definitely a movie that like, I went back and like looked at most of Boyhood. I didn't see the entire thing when I watched it after Moonlight, but like. That movie definitely could have been better. In by the way, just... Boyhood. I actually I watched Boyhood three like a month or two ago, and Boyhood's not really holding up with no, me. No, I like. I mean, I really did enjoy it, but it was. One I, of those I don't get me wrong. That, like, I love Boyhood. I feel like it didn't take advantage of what it did as much as it could have. Yeah. Whereas, like something like Moonlight, really just says like, we're not fucking around. No, like we're yeah, just gonna Moonlight like, actually show has you a story. As blatant as that is, but the movie just kind of exposes like the underbelly of like what is wrong with kind of growing up in America. It's kind of a like an under theme. Like it's not like the whole point of the movie. They don't drive it home, but it's something you do notice like as you're watching it and something to think about after you've seen it. It's a young boy growing up in the basically uh, suburbs of Miami. Not the not suburbs. No. Outside the the suburbs in a slumish area of Uh, Miami. The Justin, be blatant here. It's the fucking hood. Well, he doesn't like necessarily live in the hood, but he he lives around the. He hood. grows up in the hood. Yeah, but he kind of. I mean, it's better. It's better when hood. he's a teenager. When he was a kid, he grew up in the fucking hood. Yeah. Very good movie though. Wonderful movie though. I, I, I didn't know what Oscar. that movie was when I saw it. That was like a hey. I told him. He Justin texted me. He's like, "Should I see this?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." And it was very. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. I think it's third for the year for me. It's my second, which we'll talk about later as we do our lists, which I, I recommended Justin we should do. So, Matt, what is your favorite thing about 2016? The mise-en-scene of Moonlight, The mise-en-scene of Moonlight, obviously. Obviously. Nothing else. There's literally nothing else that could possibly compare to the mise-en-scene of Moonlight. So, obviously, we haven't done a podcast since over the summer, but uh, I, I, I think I briefly told Matt about this, but uh, over this uh, past semester, because... Since the last time we recorded an episode, a semester of school happened. Uh, this past semester, I was a kind of a, a teacher's assistant for a film class. It was an intro to film class, and uh, I think we spent an entire two weeks like just on the concept of mise en scène. I, I was just like, I want to kill myself. Wasn't it like the most informative 
it, it was worse because like I had a meet with students too. Like I held like <laughs> like uh, study sessions in the library, and kids looked at me and they were just like, "What the fuck does mise en scène mean?" I'm just like, "How do you not understand?" I'm it's like, like, "How do you the not most understand? Basic thing." I mean, to be fair, like even like movie experts, just like they don't even like have a good understanding of what mise en scène is exactly. It's kind of just like this vague term. It's, it's a like, vague oh. term. That's the whole point. It's like it's a bullshit phrase. That's the it, whole it, idea. It's, it's like don't think about it too hard. Kind of. It's just a name. Just but I mean, the like phrase. these kids are a little concerned because like, they're getting like quizzed and tested on it. So they do have the advantage of using Google to like figure it out. Yes. Like I feel like if you don't use Google nowadays to find out like stuff that you don't understand, you're just kind of like putting Honestly, yourself at a disadvantage. Or I was be- like I ha- I was getting B's and C's in a law class, and I started using Google to help study for my law exam. I passed the class with an A. It's pretty. It's, Google's pretty good. You should yeah. probably use it. Very useful. You should. I know. It's like there's like a search it's engine. Almost like, your yeah. It's almost like yeah. It's almost like there are study materials. I can't really available. use it that much for like my English stuff, just because like the the, the essays. Yeah, it gets like plagiarism comes into hand if I don't properly cite it. And yeah. then he gets kicked out of being a teacher's assistant, and he cries on the way. No, I get kicked out of school in general for plagiarism. Yeah, I know. Danny, if you got kicked out of school, where would you go to work? Wait, would I go to work? Yeah. Full-time Morocco's. Full-time Morocco's. Full-time Morocco's. Then it'll be like the 40-year-old pizza delivery guy. We actually, we, we used to have a 40-year-old pizza delivery guy. Has he worked there, like, a long time? Well, he actually died a couple years ago, but oh, well, that's, that's, what that's, what, that's what my boss tells me, but <laughs> Matt, I'll tell you later. He's he died because they got rid of Oh, yeah, if we haven't talked about that, uh, Matt and I now work at the same uh, pizza place now. Yeah, Danny hooked me up with a job. When yeah. I got my license, finally... Oh, by the way, yeah, I kind of feel like yeah, life has happened license. in the last yeah, six li- months for me. Yeah, life kind of, yeah, Matt, a lot of life happened to Matt in this past couple six months. So that's why 2016 is probably a pretty good year for me. So I got my license, got a car, I got a couple jobs, I went back to college, and now I'm doing pretty good for myself at the end of it. I, and I ended my first semester with a 3.8, so yeah, that's good pretty job, good Matt. for myself. Better than me. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Good job, bud. Uh, and now I'm just doing nothing. You know, 2017 can only be downhill from here, so. <laughs> yeah, if the peaks happen. Just chilling. The worst is yet to come. Yeah. You haven't been doing anything, like, fun? Mm, no, just kind of been. Successful? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I had to do, because I've just been fucking around for, like, however, like, a year and a half. I had to get my shit together in the last six months, and I finally did that. So now I can maybe do fun shit, but at the same time I have to work towards like transferring to a different college. Because mm. like that's what. Because once I get to a university, then things become a little bit easier. Justin, Matt, and I were talking about this yesterday at work. It's kind of funny because like if Matt wanted to go to school with one, with one like one of us, we'd all be graduated by the time like Matt could transfer. Yeah, that's probably true. Like I talked with Sal, and I was like, "Oh, I could transfer up to Binghamton." He's like, "Oh, I'm staying up there for like another year and a half." I'm like, "Ooh, I'm kind of that's kind of what I'm transferring." Like so, uh, <laughs> and then Justin, how are you going back up to, uh, to Buffalo? Yeah, it's right now, yeah. Uh, I think August. Oh, yeah. Mm. We, we could definitely be roommates then, maybe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Justin. I feel like that would totally go for a while. Justin, I would ruin your life if I was your roommate. I'm just gonna say that. I feel like you would just start, like, fucking with me every chance you got. I would fuck with you at every chance I get. I, you know the um the airbag and the seat cushion in that Seth Rogen movie? <laughs> yeah. That would literally be your life every single day. 
uh, I'd like for a room transfer, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. It yeah. could be worse. It could be like Danny and I would switch roommates like every couple months. It was only twice. Hey, it still happens. <laughs> it's better than your, you know, your roommate kind of threatening your life or whatever. You know, yeah. I, I asked Danny if he ever t- like talked to those ro- roommates he was with, and he's like, "Yeah, I haven't seen them." Since. Who the basketball kids? Yeah, yeah. I I saw one of them like at the end of uh, like spring semester this year or last last year. It's weird to say it's last year, but I saw him like right before I left to came home. The other two, the other one of them moved back to like Maryland, so I I never saw him again. But the other Richard, oh Richard, I I mean I saw I went saw Richard and like at basketball games, but other than that, not really. Fun, fun. So, 2016, overall, like I said, great year. I think some great yeah, games. For you. Yes, because I don't think that people know how to handle, I guess, bad things that really have nothing to do with them together. Just because more, I guess, well-known celebrities died. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Do people not realize it's only going to get Do people not realize it's only going to get worse from here? Like, I it's, mean, it's based on, it's because it's generation, generationally. Yeah, because, like, we kind of, like, because it's, like, a group of actors that are, like, within this five to ten years of each other that are probably going to die because, like, of just age. Yeah. Like, we're going to get to the age, like, like, in 30, 40 years from now when we have, like, George Clooney and, like, Ryan Gosling dying, like. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I know, it's weird, it's weird to say that, but everybody dies. Yeah. Everybody shits. Everybody well, shits. It was a boot. Well, everybody except, poops. Well, yeah. except girls. Girls don't poop. Yeah. But that, that's actually a book. There's so many people that died. Yeah, but it's not like. Does it affect uh, your life? No, it doesn't. Fucking Muhammad no. A lot Ali, of it was just Prince a, David Bowie. No, no, no. A lot of it was Gene just people, Wilder. The sh- a lot of the people that died Jesus. were kind of young too. Like David. Bo- well, I don't know. How Carrie he, Fisher. Dude, the guy, the fucking doctor from MASH, I loved MASH, William Christopher died, like, not that long ago, like, a few days ago. Oh. It fucking makes me sad. It's just life, man. It is life, but it's fucking... As Meet the Robinsons told me, you gotta keep moving forward. Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, that was, that was, that was 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 really sad. Honestly, that's probably the saddest thing, because that was, like, a freak accident. He was yeah. not like old. He was entirely healthy, and he literally just—it was a freak accident. Yeah, that was that was, that was sad. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, because we saw Greenberg when we were like, "Oh, this is such a great movie," and then yeah, he played fucking Chekhov in Star Trek. I, saw the, I, saw I mean, movie yeah, movie. obviously, but I felt like Greenberg was like more indicative of like how good he is. I know, but he's great in Star Trek. I know he's great in Star Trek, but he's also great in Greenberg, and that's what I liked him most. That's what my favorite movie of him is—is Greenberg. Of his, it's really yeah. I heard. I know there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago that he was in that was supposed to be really good. I can't think of the name. Uh, I will find the, that. Out. For the for the Friday Night remake. No, it was not that. But I will find it out. Is it Star Trek? No. Odd Thomas. Yes, it was Odd Thomas. Maybe. All right. I I never saw it. Mm-hmm. I just I've seen it on Netflix so many times, like just browsing through, but I never actually watched it. Yes. So, Danny. What's up? What have you been playing? Uh, what I've been playing, and I'm actually playing right now while we're talking, is that I'm playing Skyrim, and this is kind of my first, like, real go-through, I guess you could say, at Skyrim, because, like, I played it on 360 for, like, maybe 10-ish hours, and I kind of just, like, I didn't quit, but I kind of just, like, stopped playing. Like, 10-ish uh, hours, 10 hours in Skyrim is, like, nothing. Yeah, 10, 10 hours in Skyrim is nothing. 
But I kind of just, like, stopped playing. I don't know what it was. I was just like, eh. It's just, when something is so big to conquer, you kind of lose motivation to even start. It's like, yeah. climbing the foot, you're at the foot of Everest, and you're like, this is close. You're like, wow. This is good enough. Pretty big. I, I can see the top from here. It's fine. I, it's you like, get I get it. I get you, it. You get, like, a third of the way up Mount Everest. It's like, wow, that was 8,000 feet. Nice. Whew. You got another 16,000 more to go. I have some memories of playing Skyrim, just trying to get around the mountain, and Matt was playing uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations at the time. And getting really annoyed. Yeah, it's I was just trying to figure out how to get over over this mountain. The fucking map thing stopped working. Uh the movie was Charlie Bartlett, by the way. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, I've seen that movie. It's a good one. I heard that really shows his acting chops. Yeah, yeah. That's uh it's more Robert Downey Jr. too. But anyways, I've been playing Skyrim a lot recently and uh I'm I'm going obviously I'm going for all the trophies in it, and uh I'm at like seventy hours right now. And it's it's getting to the point where it's like consuming your life. Yeah, oh. a, a tiny bit. Yeah, you're a little like five years late to the party. Yeah, I know. But... Yeah, me and Matt played that game a long time. Wait, what game? Skyrim. Oh yeah, Skyrim. That game that we played game. five years ago <laughs> on 360. Well, I mean, I'm playing. I mean, it was on sale for Black Friday. I was just like, eh, I never played this game. Why not? Oh, actually, you did play the game. And then well, you I mean, I never stopped playing it. the game because you got annoyed. I was just like, why not? I'll give this game a second chance, and I've been playing it. I started playing it, like, like around Black Friday-ish, and I've just been playing. It's, like, the only game... I think this and, like, COD 4 Advanced are, like, the only games I've been playing, like, since since then. Love this game, though. Really good. Yeah. I'm, like, close to Dunnish with the trophies. Hold on, what am I at right now? Close to Dunnish. With, with the base game, at least. I have 81... I have 82% of the trophies in the main game. Wow. I've done, like, all, like, the... The stuff you would need guides for, like the standing stones and all that stuff. Like, I'm just kind of doing all the side quests now. Mm. Like, I have every trophy except for level 50, uh, the Dark Brotherhood quests. Uh, what's the, what's the, the quest line where you have to capture Solitude or Windhelm? That's not the Civil, is that the Civil War quest? Probably. I think it is. Alright, well those, I have to do 10 side quests. Uh, I do a lot. 50 miscellaneous, no, I'm close to like both of these. And yeah, then, it's uh, a lot of work. I have to do the bounty of a thousand gold in nine holds, which is you basically just kill everybody and run away. The bounty of a thousand gold. <laughs> yes. Very proper of you. The hundred thousand gold took fucking forever. Be- the Bellathor became my best friend. Cause uh, I just, you I would, you I would sell ju- everything. Yep, I, yep, I just sold, uh, everything that, like, I wasn't using. And I just, you just sit in a shop Dude, and just, I would uh, literally wait for just... it. Buy, like fill my inventory till it was like more than over capacity. Yeah, I'd do that too, and just and walk to I, Bellator. All right, what I would do was I'd um just use a potion so I could hold more, and then I'd fast travel. Oh, well, I mean, if you just like, because I bought the home in uh in White Run, which is like the Breeze home, and uh, I would just uh put all my stuff in a chest there, and then I would just walk over to Bellator's, the the main goods store in White Run, and I would just uh sell because he only has seven hundred fifty gold at a time, so I would just sell everything at once. Then if you sit in the store and wait 48 hours, uh, his uh, inventory refreshes and he gets more gold. So that's what I did. You like, over and over again. Your knee yet? No, I never even looked at that guard or even talked to him. That's I have no interest exciting. in it. I have no interest in it. Dude, I'll, I'll always be, like, fond of the fact that I was, like, a pimp in Skyrim. <laughs> it was really weird. So, what happened with your trophy list in that game? Like, no, why did it glitch up I killed people that I wasn't supposed to kill and I couldn't do anything. Well, I mean, if it's a main quest giver, you, you can kill them. Yeah, I mean, no, but you the can, literally quests can't kill them. Or not main quests, and you can kill everyone oh. involved in those quests. 
Oh, so you're dumb, basically. Well, no, because it was like five hours into the game, and I'm like, hey, I'm a werewolf. What, what do I want to do? And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a werewolf, guys. I'm a werewolf. Werewolf's in London. Werewolf's in London. So bad. Man, I'm so sad that video got taken down. Oh, uh, there's probably mirrors of it. Oh, yeah, there definitely are. Oh, there's gotta the be. The original. I'm so yeah, mad. No, talking about videos getting taken down. That fucking video. Oh, uh, the, the, the guy, the the Trump video. The guy, the black guy wants to be white. I don't know if you ever saw this video, Matt. This is recent. It's not on the internet anymore, and it's so upsetting. He's like, uh, this, bla- this black guy, he's just like, uh, he's just talking to the camera, and he's just like, uh, he's like, hey, hey, white people. He's like, y'all taking invitations? And it's like right after Trump became president. He's like, he's like, He's like, I like some forty one. I can listen to that. He's like, he's like, I can say, dude. I can learn I how to surf. But it's not on the internet anymore, and I'm so upset. Well, it's not on Twitter anymore. Where you found it? The guy who made the video deleted it from all his accounts. Dude, it's the, it's the fucking internet. You can find a mirror of it somewhere. You just might have to go digging for it. Just it's so upsetting. Just go to Reddit. They, they probably have a subreddit to like find videos like that. I'm gonna look it up right now. Man, if you find the video, then it will be forever the best person around ever. Yeah, okay. Free love. I've been playing like way too much Madden and COD Four, and I feel like it's like 2000 like ten seven. Well, I played COD Four like Eight. 2010 because I was like that guy. But yeah, it's it's really uh, we've been playing like a lot of COD Four, and I, I love the remaster. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a pretty good remaster. It's nice because uh, Danny like hates Infinite Warfare, even though it's not that bad. No, it sucks. No, you 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 haven't played it. You haven't even no, finished it, the campaign. Yes, I played it. Well, you played like two hours of it. Not, not even, even. I the first mission. How can you say a game sucks if you don't even play that much? I'm talking about the multiplayer. You guys. played like two matches. I played like ten. No, it's enough. It's, enough. it's a lie. It's also yes, I have. go go check my thing for real though. Infinite Warfare had like one of the best couch campaigns I played in years. Like, it was really fun. If you haven't played it, go play it. It's probably, like, the best shooter campaign of the year. Then Battlefield would like the word. You haven't played it! Yes, I played Battlefield! Are you dumb? You haven't played COD. So you can't compare Okay. The Where I have played most of Battlefield. I have not finished Battlefield's campaign, but I've played yeah. both of them. And I've heard I don't really understand the Titanfall 2 thing, because, I mean, I did play the game. I didn't play. I'm going to boost it off Nick when I get back to school. And, like, it was fun, but it really wasn't like, this game's amazing, it's game of the year, ah! It was like, oh, this game's cool. But I mean, don't get me wrong, it got good reviews, but they weren't, like... Some people were like, this is, like, the best game ever made, and I was like, are you are you smoking something? <laughs> this game's not that good. <laughs> you dumb. Like, the game kind of just lost some, like, uniqueness about it. They didn't even, like, the multiplayer just kind of was, like, thrown in there. It wasn't even supported, like, as well as the first one. And they only gave it three trophies. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Considering it's a multiplayer-centric game. Doesn't make any sense to me. I've also been, uh... I mean, to be fair, people, like... You have to realize, Justin, that we're we're kind of the minority when it comes to trophies, and 90% of the people who get PlayStation games don't really care about trophies. Eh. I wouldn't say 90. I, I, I'd I say like say, 95. I, I would no. I would. I would go maybe a little lower and say like 75 to 80. Uh, 99.9 percent of people. It's literally only YouTube. We are the one percent. The one percent. The one percent. Eh. 
Justin, you should be happy about being part of the 1%. The exclusive. I mean, Justin puts, like, his nose up like he already is a part of the 1%. I am the 1%. You don't play... You didn't play Persona 4. (laughs) It's only the best RPG to come out in the last decade. (laughs) You know, something like that. But it is. Yeah, it's fucking... Nino Kuni, man. Yeah, I know. Dude, that's that's good too. You played like you didn't even fucking finish it. I know. I, you lit- can't even say I literally shit. Re- I borrowed the game from you and then like I got the game when it was on sale and I haven't played it since. Play it. I know I do. I need to finish it before the sequel comes out, which looks fantastic. I mean, the campaign is kind of like 40 hours at minimum, but I mean, there's also post-game stuff too I that I haven't gotten around to. But dude. it's amazing. Dude. For real. For reals, though. How about The Last of Us 2? Hold on. Uh, can I just have a brief little side for a second? Yes. Uh-huh. You feel free to edit this out of the podcast, but uh, you might have to edit my uh, audio a little bit, just because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm picking up Echo, because of the fact my mic is so close to uh, my earbud. Same. So, I mean, well, fuck you. Well, f- fuck you first off. Thank you. Well, Thank you for being a uh, little twat and making my life harder. Low count? Uh, but for real, yeah. Uh, what so did you guys thing. think of PSX? Uh, I thought it was fine. About what I was expecting. I was expecting. I, I was expecting at least one Last of Us fine. Uh, announcement. That was fine. Fine. Is is it okay to have a fine opinion? Did you watch the last two years? I watched. La- I watched the entire thing last year. It was so most, disappointing last year. Season, yeah. Eh. I know Mako was like really disappointed in the last year. I thought it was just eh. Last year it was so meh, and this year it was great. Well, I mean, wasn't it the first year last year? Or was it the no, second it was year? the second year. So you don't even know what you're talking about. <clears throat> All right, shut up, relax. But Danny, you you're like that guy who just cares about like the Naughty Dog stuff, and then everything else is like Japanese games. Fuck, I don't care about these games. Oh, you're right. I know. But I mean, I did flip a. Fl- I I was sitting in my room and I flipped the fuck out when I saw the Last of Us Two trailer, and Dan's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm just like, "Dude, it's Last of Us Two. You're like, like, oh so? my god, it's happening. Yes, that's literally what I was saying, and Dan's just like, so? Last of Us is so good, though. It's, like, one of the only few games I would get behind, <laughs> like, that much behind, because it was so fucking good. What, are we not talking about the bigger game that got announced? But I fucking love Last of Us! It's fucking good. But what, what about the bigger, bigger game that got announced before it? That's the biggest game. That's the only game. You know what I'm talking about, Justin? No. Totally. Red Dead 2. Oh, Red Dead 2. I'm not I mean, Red Dead. which, I'm, which so honestly, I'm more excited for. But everyone knew what that that was a thing. Eh, the trailer, of. it was a teaser more than anything, and it was just kind of. Eh. I think Red Dead's gonna be great. I can't wait for Red Dead. Yeah, but I mean, you can't judge a game based off a cinematic trailer like that. Can you? I mean, Rockstar is yes, yes, very yes, you good. Can. Yes, you can. Still, I, th- I, I say you can. You didn't even see people in this. It was just like nature. It was like voices and nature, and that was it. I. That's what a teaser should be, honestly. These are should not show that much. Yeah, but a lot of uh, things have a problem doing that. Trailers. It's, have been it's a bigger problem. It's a bigger problem with movies. But... Speaking of like terrible trailers, I, I gotta talk about Passengers in a little bit. But like, oh god, that trailer does not like. It has nothing to do with the movie. Great. But it's like, like, what the fuck is that trailer even about? I don't even like, know. I was like, this trailer looks terrible, and I went and saw the movie, and I'm like, what the fuck? This trailer has nothing to do with it. I, like, someone, like, yelled at me on Twitter about this. It was someone who, like, I didn't even know. Some random person that just, like, tweeted at me. I was like, wow, Passengers looks pretty not good. 
They're like, you can't judge a movie based on trailer. I'm like, yes, you can. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of bad trailers where the movie ends up actually being good, like Unfriended, which was like the weirdest thing in the world. Because yeah, Unfriended was, that was weird. It's one, of the rare, it's one of the rare examples of a movie with a very shitty trailer, but it's somehow actually pretty good. Not many others. But for real. Really. Uh, let me see. Danganronpa 3. Oh, Nightcrawler. Oh, Nightcrawler is another example. Yeah, but PSX. Danganronpa 3. Cool. Yeah. You don't give a shit. But you're gonna pl- I'm gonna make you play the games when they come to PS4, because you will. And we saw some Lost Legacy from Uncharted, which looks cool. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Chloe's back. Because she was like the missing piece from Uncharted 4. It was so depressing she wasn't in the game. Whatever would I do? Yo, Matt, you still playing those Uncharted games, aren't you? Yep. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, what'd you give me Uncharted? I let, yeah, I looked at my trilogy and I'm like, hey, so how about those games that you still haven't finished? I let Dan borrow it and like he still hasn't got like gotten around to playing them. Yet. I mean, I did. I finished them all. In, like, Dan got Mafia on launch day and he still hasn't finished it. Yeah, I know because he was so excited for that game and then he's like, eh. I've probably played more of it than he has. I like mooched it off them. I for, heard like, that game weekend. was very mad. I thought it was fine from what I played. It's fine. It's fine. Didn't leave. It didn't leave much of an impression, I guess. I mean, that means the game was absolutely amazing, right? It didn't leave any impression on me. I mean, I still remember like the story of it, so I guess yeah, maybe a little bit of an impression. Yeah, I still need to play Mafia too. Yeah, like I have, I think I have twenty-two PS4 games that are sitting unopened in my draw. That's that's bad. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I need to like just start not playing games that like I don't need to play and like actually start working on games. I finally like decided to play like a different game because I've been playing nothing but COD Four and Madden. So I started playing The Witness, and I was sitting on my couch for two hours trying to figure out a fucking hedge maze, and I got really annoyed. And that game is going to make me want to hurt myself. And then I think it's like gonna make me act like you. When you play games, you get angry. Yeah, you're right. It's been like that bad, but I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying the game, even though it's like infuriating. Eh, I was I thought about playing getting it when it got out, but I just eh. it was one of those games I saw on like everyone's game of the year list. So I was like, I need to play that game, and it was finally so. True. I also finally bought Oxen Free because I've heard that was amazing. That came out earlier in 2016, and I bought Inside because <laughs> I heard that was fantastic. Hey Justin. Yes. You know what game that you didn't buy though? Last Guardian. I rented it. Yeah. Uh, since I'm the only one who actually played the Last Guardian here. Yeah. Do you guys have any like insight into this game at all? Um I'll gamefly it over the summer, maybe. I don't know. It looks like it's got a rough trophy list too, so I don't know if I wanna It looks like hell. If anything, I would play it on my alternate account. It looks like it makes me want to punch myself in the face. I would probably play it on my alternate account. Cause that I haven't used in like a year. Yeah, that's true. But I, I mean, I redboxed it finally because I was trying to get it off Redbox for like two weeks, and they finally had it near me. Played like two hours of it, and I really enjoyed what I played. Like, I've heard this is one of the most, I guess, this divisive games I've seen recently. Yeah, just because definitely. so many people, I've seen like a lot of people say like, "Oh, it's game of the year, best PlayStation game of the year." Stuff like that. And then so many people eh, like, the game's terrible, the game's mad, the game just doesn't live up to anything. It's just a waste of time. Don't mess with Trico, he sucks. 
And I, I think... The Pokemon? I don't understand how a game like this still has technical issues when it was in development for so fucking long. Yeah, I know. But I do... I did love the, what I played with the story, the characters, the art. Just the game itself. Very different. Very non... I guess... Directive. I mean, to be fair, it is a... Um... Thing is video. Team Eco. Yeah, it it is a Team Eco game, and that's kind of like I don't know if no one is worth doing that, but uh, but I mean the e- other Team Eco games actually tell you what to do. This game like has no direct, like really. you literally have to figure out everything on your own. I never played uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and uh, what was the first game they made? Ego. Ego. Yeah, I, I never played that. <laughs> Team Ego. The first game was called Ego. <laughs> yeah. But I would I would like to play Shadow of the Colossus one day. I, I don't really care like, that much. But... I mean that game even. What is like very divisive because some people say that's one of the best no, best a lot of people like ever. Shadow Colossus. Yeah, but I know a lot of people that think the game's just good. Some people think it's like one of the best games ever made. Yeah, a lot of people think that. I think it's definitely worth playing, just because it is like a milestone game. It's something that like, like in the same vein as Final Fantasy 15, which also came out, which within the same week as Last Guardian. Uh, it's kind of just weird to see both these games that were in development for so long finally hit the surface and actually be like good games. Considering something like Duke Nukem was like bad, and that game took fucking forever. well. To be fair, it feel, it kind of felt like Duke Nukem was kind of just like pushed out, whereas whereas like these games were like actually anticipated. Like yeah, Duke Nukem was just like eh. They kind of just like literally like, Gearbox just like took the rights and just kind of like dumped it out. Last Guardian was so weird though because they were like, oh, the game's canceled. No, it's not canceled. It's actually in development. Hey, we're gonna show it to you again. It's coming out this year. No, it isn't. It's coming out next year. I haven't wagered that. I remember. I made a wager with you that was going to come out uh, 2015. And it didn't. Well, it did not. <laughs> I know. I remember. Upsetting. But anyway, give the game a try. It's definitely worth your time. But Matt, have you played Final Fantasy 15 yet? Or are you just not going to do that? Uh, I'm probably going to literally... Because I just updated my PlayStation right now. I'm probably going to go play that right away. Do you have it? Um, no, I'm oh. going to go purchase it right now. Yeah, you got to go do that. I played about 25 hours of that game. I think I'm in Chapter 2. <laughs> I hear it's really good. It's, it is exceptional. Like, I, I haven't found a game like this where I've just messed around so much and not like cared about the story because I've just been fucking around with the boy band. Is it, they're, uh, they're the called. boy band. Uh, it is just very, very entertaining. Like, he, Pronto is like... The best because he takes he you get like photos taken like randomly throughout the game that when you go to like rest at a campsite you get to select a few photos and it's like really funny because like it's like a photo collection of like your adventure in the game. Mm-hmm. Definitely watch uh, Kingsglaive and uh, the Brotherhood anime because you really should before you play the game. It really helps with the story because the game literally doesn't tell you. Like the game doesn't give you any backstory, <laughs> and they actually patch in cutscenes from Kingsglaive which have no actual audio. They just play really loud music over them because they're not allowed to, I guess, use the voices of, like, Sean Bean and stuff. Even though I... They should have just dubbed it over with the actual voice actors. That would probably be the best bet. Yeah. But it, it's just... It looks so awkward when I play it in the game because this loud music starts playing and you see the chopped-up cutscenes from Kingsley. Eh. Kingsley was a very good movie. 
Oh, I forgot. Yeah, By the way, I'm just realizing that I, I forgot that I changed my information because somebody hacked my account oh, yeah. on PlayStation. Oh, I remember so that. I, so I have to figure that out. Oh, Matt, you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. So, um, I got messaged by my friend Aaron one day randomly that's like, dude, why are you playing FIFA? I'm like, I don't play FIFA. Some dude and his, like, friend, like, hacked my account. And just started fucking playing FIFA. And I'm surprised. They didn't spend a single dollar. I was going to say, I'm surprised they didn't buy, like, packs and stuff. Because that was, uh, that was something people used to do on Xbox a lot. Was uh, They would put, I believe it was FIFA, on their people's system. And then um, they would uh, buy packs for FIFA. Because that, 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 that cost, like, the most money for, like, DLC on, a, on the 360 Marketplace. Because it was, like, 120 bucks. Like, yeah. some kind of pack. And so when I found out about this, I had to fucking change my information and everything. And I haven't been on since. Yeah, and that was like that was like three months ago. Yeah, I, I, like I've been busy with school and shit. I've literally like it's been longer than three months. Even literally, I think it's been more than that. Yeah, definitely been fun. Uh, so Danny, you want to talk about your favorite movies either? Yeah, do we want to go through our top ten list? Yeah, sure. Do you have yours open right now? Uh, I can get it open. I don't know if Matt do even it. cares. If he cares about like Matt, do you even have a list? No, I do not have. Probably. A list. I mean, like you saw, you probably saw a few of the movies that uh, we saw too, and you can talk about them. Like I know you definitely saw like at least I know we you definitely saw like Greener. Yeah, you, like you, yeah, we we probably dragged you along to half the movies that are in our respective lists. So. Yeah. Why does it keep resetting my old password or my old email? Any. I know our list is going to overlap a little bit, but I don't think we have, like... Any? What? You good? Yeah, I'm good. You I've good? Had it, I've, yeah, I've had it open. Coming in at number 10. Was or do you want to do, do you want to do honorable mentions first? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, just, like, uh, some movies I thought were, like, really surprising. Uh, Luigi, uh, Origin Evil, was actually, like, phenomenal. And I could not believe how good that movie was because I didn't think anything of it. And then someone's like, yo, this movie's, like, one of the best horror movies of the year. And I think I had it as my favorite horror movie of the year, which is, like, really crazy considering stuff like The Witch came out and, like, Conjuring, which I was, like, much more anticipated. And also the first movie really fucking sucked. Or nobody expected Well, anything. the first nobody movie was, movie uh, like, I literally called, uh, by the way, it's Ouija. Who cares? I think everyone calls it a Ouija. No. Everyone calls it a Ouija board, right, Matt? Yeah, everybody misprances yeah. it. But, yeah. It's a Ouija. But it was... Board. Like, I did not expect this movie to be anything good. I think I watched, um, Jeremy Johns did a review of it, I think. I was, like, really, and it might have been Chris Tubman, uh, but it was just phenomenal, like, how good that movie was. Star Trek Beyond was great. Did not expect it to be good. The trailer sucked. Another example. Trailer yeah, sucked. The trailer movie sucked. was actually great. It was actually in my top ten for a while, but it ended up falling out just with later things in the year. Um, I remember even Simon Pegg himself, he's like, yeah, this trailer's bad. Um, uh, Probably, like, the last thing, Jungle Book, I guess. Really good. Very good movie. Yeah. Didn't make the cut, though. Oh. Tragic. Danny. Alright, so, my honor, I've got three honorable mentions that I would like to talk about. These, uh, I know two of these three movies probably, like, went a little under the radar, maybe for some people, but, uh, my first one is, uh, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Which was probably, like, one of my favorite comedies of the year, and, uh, it's actually kind of, 
it's kind of low on my list. I feel like I should give this one. I feel like I should make this a little higher, just because I've been thinking a lot about this movie recently and how like this movie like it didn't like it did good critically, but it didn't like make that much money. And it's just it's really sad because it's probably one of the funniest comedies coming out this year. I'm probably gonna put this higher on my list. I know it's not gonna make the top ten. No, it's 19 on my list out of like 50. It's weird because but, it's from the people that met Hot Rod and you didn't like Hot Rod. Yeah, and I hated Hot Rod. Even though Hot Rod, but I love, but I love Pop Star. No, shut the fuck up. Okay. Hot Rod is one of the greatest don't, don't. cinematic masterpieces. No, but for real, Hot Rod is one of the best comedies. That, like I think it's like ever. God damn it! Exactly. All right, Matt would have so, me. My second honorable mention is this is probably this is probably the movie that's gone on the m- most people's radars. And Justin, you actually recommended this movie to me. It's uh, Southbound. Yes, probably nobody in their right mind. Nobody knows about probably this saw movie. this movie. Yeah, so this movie is uh, basically if you like the VHS. If you like the VHS movies, you would you would love Southbound. The thing I love about Southbound is that um all the uh because it's it's the five little like vignettes like all kind of combined into one big movie just like VHS is and it's kind of like uh VHS but the thing is in Southbound all the stories are connected and I think it's really cool how they they wind up connecting and I just I thought it was really good I I was generally surprised at how what how much I liked. This I watched movie. this movie because I saw it on someone's uh 2016 horror movie list uh like most anticipated and then I saw it was on Amazon Prime I think it's I believe still on it's there. St- yeah I believe it's still on Amazon Prime but, so. The one problem yeah. with the VHS films is that their movies, like the f- short films and the anthologies, never work well together. They never, like, yeah. There's a, the overarching they're story so different, of both movies. They're so different to- tonally that they kind of like they don't really mesh mm-hmm. well. I guess but the overarching story is sucked in all three movies. And, yeah, like, it doesn't make any sense. But the overarching story in, in Southbound here is great because the fact they're all they're all connected. Like even VHS three, I think the overarching story was one of the dumbest things in the world. No, by far. And finally, for my last honorable mention, is uh, my number 11, just missed the top 10, is uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which uh, I, I actually did not surprise the like very much, because uh, I'm not really a huge Mel Gibson fan, but I, I was actually surprised how much I like this movie, and it's in consideration for Oscars, so there, there goes that. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, and <laughs> we might even see it in Justin's list right now. Yeah, huh. maybe. Alright, so top 10 list. Uh, Moana was my number 10. Which I, I didn't honestly didn't expect to like this much because it's from I think the people that made Big Hero Six. Um. Right? Yes. Maybe. I'm not sure. I think that was that was what it was advertised. I'm not sure because they're they're different studios. One's Disney and the other. But so. my God, like you yeah. see this movie and then you watch something like La La Land, which was actually like much lower on my list and it didn't make my top ten because I think that yeah. movie is overrated as hell. Yeah, La La Land is my top ten. I think it's overrated too, but especially I when like you it. see something like Moana, which. It's not, like, similar, but it kind of is in the fact that it's, like, a musical and, like, there's similar plot elements. But Moana just nails so much of, like, what makes a good animated film with, like, great characters, great music, a great story. It's, like, it's so unique because you don't see movies like that, like, ever. And The Rock and, uh... You're welcome. Yeah, The Rock just kills it. The Uh, Rock absolutely kills it. And I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Oli Cavallo? I don't know. It's something Hawaiian with a lot of... Let's stuff. say that. Um, she she was great. And uh, definitely a movie you need to check out if you like movies with The Rock. Very descriptive. Thing. I know. But he's he's fucking amazing. I, I think I've listened to You're Welcome like 30 times in the last like so two weeks. I think I listened to it twice yesterday. Nothing. Alright, so my number 10 is uh, one movie that Justin actually had as his number one for a little while is uh, The Nice Guys. Uh, I, I love The Nice Guys. I, Shane Black is a national treasure, and also it's a shame this movie didn't do that well financially, too. Just because 
This is probably it's it's somebody I don't remember who said it somewhere, but it was basically like if you took like the Lethal Weapon movie and put it like as a, and if it came out now. Well, I feel like that in the same vein as Lethal Weapon, it may do better with a sequel because that's of the Lethal Weapon. It's the best cop buddy comedy to come out probably within the past five to ten years. Shane Black say. nails it, man. Shane Black's awesome. I love him. Uh, you want to go number nine? Yeah, uh, my number nine was Swiss Army Man. Uh, another Ooh. movie I was very anticipated. Uh, hey, that's a movie I saw. And that's yeah. Of us. I actually saw that movie. Did you, were you surprised when you, when you saw it? You're just like, all right, what's going on here? Probably the weirdest I mean, movie I've seen in a very long time. It's definitely uh, the we- a very weird movie, but it was very enjoyable. Daniel Radcliffe should win every Oscar for this movie. Uh, he <laughs> I love was great. Um, the movie made no sense. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Warren said was in the movie um, for five minutes. Yeah, very good movie. Very good soundtrack. Very underrated soundtrack. Dude, Daniel Radcliffe is like such like a he's such a chill dude. I listened to him in a, on a Mark Maron podcast, and uh, he's basically accepted the fact he's going to be Harry Potter for the rest of his life. Really? And he just like he just like he wants to do like the weirdest shit now, and I just, I think it's great. Well, yeah, that's what you do. You got to do weird shit, and eventually something else is going to catch on. He's got so much money. He said he's, he's got so much money that like he doesn't just know what to do with it, and he can just do whatever he wants to now. Sounds fair enough. Great. So, my number nine was uh, Hell or High Water, which I don't believe you've seen, Justin? No, I have not. Oh, it's a it's a, it's a a really good movie. I actually, I was not expecting to like this movie because uh, it was written by the same guy that uh, did Sicario, and I fucking hated Sicario. I really hated it. Sicario was great. I don't know what it was. I just didn't like Sicario. I love Dennis Villeneuve, but I, I don't know. It, it, Sicario just didn't click with me. Hell or High Water, I think, is it's kind of simpler, I would say. It's a much simpler movie than Sicario. It's just it's basically, do you know, do you know the story of Hell or High Water, Justin? No. It's basically these uh, these two brothers that rob banks. That's kind of the simplest way to put it. It's kind of. You, have you seen No Country for Old Men? No. All right. Well. All right. Get on that. No Country for Old Men's a great movie. But I'm sure it is. <laughs> I think it, it would kind of be like if uh, No Country for Old Men was maybe a little less. I don't know. Styly is the word. A little less stylish. But I think Hell or High Water is definitely kind of like. Rittier, kind of. It's simpler. It's a, it's a it's a it's a really good movie. I liked it. Mm. Uh, my number eight was the Nice Guys. Danny talked about it already, but yep. very funny movie. Was my one of my uh, probably my favorite before uh, more things came out of the year. But I uh, I didn't enjoy it as much the second time. Uh, but I think it's definitely one of the best movies of the year. Definitely deserved Great. a sequel. Ryan Gosling. Was so much better in this than in this fucking movie, La La Land. Yeah, in La La Land. I feel like he didn't try in La La Land. And yeah, he wasn't kind of. given as much material to work with. Yeah, no. He's definitely, he's got more stuff to work with. He's so underutilized in the movie. By far. Uh, my number eight is actually a movie I watched uh, the other day. It's uh, Sing Street, which I watched on Netflix. Which, uh, if any of you guys have ever seen uh, Once or uh, Begin Again, those are both, it's from the same guy that did those movies. They're like musical, like comedy dramas. They're very good movies. I, I thought Beginning was actually fine. I haven't seen it once, but Sing Street I thought was just great. I, I listened to the soundtrack while I was literally working yesterday. I thought it was. It's just. It's so good. Oh, so so good. I love it. I actually had free tickets to see that, and then I just never saw it because. Well, it's on Netflix now, so yeah, I I, I, I really right I really enjoyed it. If you liked uh, if you like uh like music from the eighties, like Duran Duran and like um. Uh, Genesis? Yeah, Genesis, why not? If you like that kind of music, then you, you would love Sing Street. Definitely a movie I need to get around to watching. Yeah, really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, that doesn't get nominated for Academy Award for Best Original Song. I'm just, I'm, 
that's it. Just pack up movies. We're done. My number seven was Manchester by the Sea, another movie I had no idea what I was going into because I had not watched a single trailer for this movie. Yeah, and, and I Danny told you was, to see it. I knew Danny really was excited to see this. My God, if you do not know how good Casey Affleck is as an actor, you need to watch this movie because just he definitely literally is. just go to Vegas and put your odds on him for best actor because he's winning it. Yeah, just watch this movie just for him. Like the the rest of the movie is great, but like just watching Casey Affleck act is like the reason you should watch this movie. That movie just missed. That's all I'm gonna say. Because I thought Casey Affleck was like the best part about the movie and kind of didn't really like much else about it, sort of, kind of. But it was still a good movie. All right. Well, anyways, my number seven is uh, Everybody Wants Some, mm. which uh, I actually I uh, I watched uh, Days and Confused. I actually watched Days Confused and this like back to back just to kind of like prepare myself because it's considered like the not really sequel but spiritual successor to Days and Confused. So I kind of watched them to like. I guess prepare myself to be like, all right, this is kind of how this works and how, because I had never really seen a Linklater movie where like the movie kind of doesn't really have a story. I don't really count Boyhood because like Boyhood has like the gimmicky thing. Mm. Have you seen Days of Confused, Justin? No, I have not. Oh, well, Days Days of Confused was awesome. I love Days of Confused. Everybody wants some was was so good. I loved it so much. It was it, even though it takes place in the eighties, it did kind of remind me of like nowadays with the uh, because. You saw everybody want some, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I, I don't know. It's just um, I don't know what it is about Linklater's movies, but I don't know like how it works so well. How he just doesn't have a story. Like I haven't seen the before movies, the before trilogy. Yeah, which, I've heard those. Are yeah, I've heard, I've heard those are great. But uh, everybody wants some was just. I just I, I <laughs> it was about baseball too. So of course I I wound up liking it, but uh. I think it was just something about, like, all the characters, too, and just, I don't know. I, I really, I should have prepared more talking about this list about what I like about these movies, but. I'm trying to just be as basic as possible, because people should yeah. just watch them. I feel like the more in-depth I get, the more retarded I sound. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. You, you think, you think. I, I start a sentence, and I try to find my way along with it. I'm trying to be, like, basic, because when I overanalyze movies, it sounds boring as hell, and I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. Same. Oh, so coming in at number six was Green Room, which Danny's already like talked talked a shit ton about. Uh, yeah, we were on this podcast and other podcasts yeah. we've talked about. Um, definitely see it. Antoine Yelchin was great. Uh, movie yeah. itself is great. Patrick Stewart's great. Go see this movie. It's on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Woo. Uh, my number six is The Invitation, mm. which which um. I, I, I also reviewed this movie for a new paper, and uh, I, I, some people might not really like this movie just because of the fact it's a very kind of... Who the fuck's jerking off in the background? It's Justin. No, seriously, are, are you, like, spamming the trigger in Madden? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking close. So, back to the invitation. It's kind of a, it's a very slow burner kind of thriller, and some people might have some problems with like, the last, like, the last, like, third of the movie, the last act of it, just because it's very kind of different in tone. But I thought it was... Because a lot of the what the uh, invitation has to do about it, uh, it kind of has to do about how we kind of control our grief and how we um, how we grieve once we lost something, and I think it's it's, it's a very powerful theme. I, I thought that um, it it kind of teaches the lesson that there's no right way to grieve, and I thought that was very interesting material for a movie like this. And I think it, stuff like that's handled in a very good way. They, that's why some people might have problems in the third act because it's kind of I guess diluted. It, the movie takes a very different like tone slash change in the third act but I, I do still think it's a very good movie 
The last shot of that movie is amazing too. My main problem with the movie is that the movie didn't seem to have like a, I guess, consistency factor at the second half of the movie. Like I really liked the first half, and then it just kind of like, it almost oversimplified everything. And then it did. also, I get, I think the movie does get a little predictable about the halfway point. Uh, yeah, kinda, it does. You can kind you can kind you can kind of start to guess it what. It's way it, too simplistic. I I don't know if I would call it a twist, but like no, because you, of... you see the twist coming from a mile yeah, away, you, and then you it's like see it they kind of try to fake you out, and then you're like, no, I, I know what's happening. Yeah, no, it's it is still a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It's just some of the stuff. It feels I, like one of those movies like, like that they like the they like almost overact. Uh, to an extent. Because it seems like so... John Carroll Lynch is a national treasure, though. He's the big guy. He's also in Zodiac. Yeah. He's great. He's man. a national treasure needs to be in everything. Yeah. Definitely liked the movie. I uh, had problems with it, but it was still good. This missed your top ten, right? Uh, yeah, I think I had it down to like 20. Yikes. 23. Ooh. Number five? Yeah. Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, finally saw this movie uh, that's ten days ago. Um, but I could not believe... That if you can Garfield, get past the first, if you can get past the first twenty minutes, you, you, the first twenty minutes are good, yeah, but it doesn't cheesy, really reflect cheesy. the movie itself. Um, but my God, Andrew Garfield is like a national treasure. I really gotta go see Silence because I heard he's like great in that too. But this movie is like Mel Gibson, and he's great. And Danny wrote a review that you should check out because it's, it, he's good. Thanks. Definitely. Very underrated movie. I don't think enough people are talking about this. Uh, I hope Garfield gets nominated. Yeah, I I wouldn't count on it. I know. I I hope he does. He's a dark horse, but you, you never know. Sometimes I hope he gets the, a nomination. Cause sometimes the Academy pulls some stuff out of left field, and if if they if that happened with Andrew Garfield, I'd be very surprised. And I'd be very happy. Yeah, because he I think he definitely deserves it for this movie. Absolutely. Because he acts his ass off, especially like the entire like half when he's like an adult. Mm-hmm. Till like when he goes sent to war, like he really just uses his acting chops. The guy that plays his dad in that movie too, Hugo Weaving, I thought was great in that movie. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's talking about him for anything. That's true, and that that pisses he me was, off. He played the Red Skull, and that's yes. what I know him for. He was also a V in Vendetta, but obviously you don't see his face there. But I've never seen that movie. No, fuck off. That's one of those movies that I feel like I've said I'm gonna go see, so and I've never seen it. Love it. I don't know. Very good movie. So, my number five, and uh, if you notice a trend in my top five movies, it's uh, they're all A24 distributed movies. Just because. Of course. It's just. Of course. It's not my fault that they put out the best movies of this year. You just by gotta fault. get your dick out of that box, man. Yeah. Stop. Get your dick in that box. But number five is Swiss Army Man, which Justin talked about. And more movies like like this just like kind of need to. Because Swiss Army Man just takes such an unconventional like, approach. And. It's it's not afraid of how weird it is, and it wears it like a badge of honor. And I just I I admired the shit out of that. I just thought it was it was it 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 realized how crazy it was and just stuck with throughout the entire movie. I just I loved how it did that. So great movie. And also, Justin, you said the score before. I love the score. The score is for Sonic Man. It's, it's so it's, great. It's so weird. And like, there's like a uh, freaking Jurassic Park song on the soundtrack. Like, oh, it's so great. I, I gotta, I gotta watch it. I, I was listening to like my top 100 on Spotify or whatever yesterday in the car, and I had it on shuffle. And this part of the Swiss Army Man soundtrack came on. And I was just like loving it. It's, just, it's so weird, but it's such a great song. Some Definitely of the funny movie. One of my favorite parts of that movie. It's uh, they even showed it in the trailer too. It's when uh the score starts coming on, and, like, Dan- Daniel Radcliffe's character just starts, like, singing along to the, to the music in the movie. It's so great. It's one of those I things love- where, like, that movie will turn a lot of people off. 
It is a very uh, weird movie. It's one of those movies, if you don't like it in the first ten minutes, just turn it off. It's it's only getting downhill from there. But I think that if you can get past that, it is a very enjoyable movie. Wonderful movie. Loved it. Also, Paul Dano is probably one of the most underrated actors we got working right now. Yes. So great. Number, Number four, I had uh, Rogue One, uh, Star Wars Story. Surprising. I had this a lot lower. Yes. But I don't think you appreciate this movie for what it is. Matt can actually talk about this movie. But yeah, Matt, I think what this movie did so well is that it is a very, very different Star Wars movie. And I think it is the first it Star is. Wars movie that since even like maybe Revenge of the Sith kind of did it, but it put itself away from Star Wars. It kind of distanced kinda. itself. Because a little. The first half of this movie, people might not like it. They may say it's slow, but it has such a great build up to the final third of the movie that it just really encapsulates how good the characters in this universe are and can be with good writing. And like, yeah. really, Gary Whitta's story in this movie is just phenomenal. Like just the way that like the characters interact and build towards this final act. Um, where they're trying to steal the plans. Because, I mean, everybody knows the plot of the movie. Like, it takes place between episodes three and four. It's about the Death Star plans, how Leia got her hands in them in episode four. And it's just so well done. And movie's got a ballsy ending, too. <laughs> but I, people get so mad that, like, they're like, oh, you spoiled this movie. I don't know how you could spoil this movie. It's I, kind of like, I went into this it's like, look at, what, it's, way. look at what happened in episode four. Like, there's only one way this could have ended. No, but you look at, like, this movie, right? And you look at the trailers, and you're like, these guys have not been in any other Star Wars movies. None of these characters have ever shown up, other than, uh... Except um, what's his name? Okay. Uh, okay. Bail Ortana, the... Jimmy Smith. And Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, I know, but Jimmy Smith's... But he, that's not actually him. Yeah, I know. CGI. Spoilers, yeah. Um, no, Which but is so Jimmy blatantly like, obvious in CGI. And, everything, and, um... He's, like, the only one. But, like, you kind of have to understand, like, Definitely go see this movie, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, because I think it will definitely get you more invested in the universe. It is a very... I think it's... I'd it's argue good. it's the best quality movie that has come out from the Star Wars series, but I don't think it's the best Star Wars movie. It's because most of the movie doesn't try to be a Star Wars movie. Honestly, I think it's better than 1 and 2. I think whether or not it's better than 3, I don't know. I still haven't really decided yet. I think it's as good as 3. Not the, better. Like the prequels? Yes. You're, you're smoking. One is not a good movie. Danny, Danny, the writing in the prequels is garbage. Okay, and uh, just the, the dialogue writing in this movie is so much better. The di- have you have you watched like? I said it's better than one and two. Are you I know, but have you correct? watched like yeah, your Revenge of the Sith? Like, have you watched? I, think- I have the higher ground. Like, there's so much cringy dialogue in that movie. I could do it. Like, you gotta understand this movie. Only is, one aspect of the movie. This though, movie is like it's still a, a top movie. three star. You were my brother, Anakin. I love you. Ah! <laughs> Anakin burns in the I think, fire. I think you're giving too much credit to the prequels and not giving enough credit to this movie. Because it is so much better. It's on yeah, and I'm saying it's better than two out of three of the prequels. I know, because you were you were smoking crack and you probably have not seen those movies in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, even like I watched them like recently. And you, you're just... You're just dumb. You hear me? I'm calling you dumb, Danny. Listen, those are some of my childhood favorite movies, and I, and I still don't like one and two. No, I think you're dumb. Whatever, some shit is dumb. Uh, my no- my number four is um the lobster. Ooh, 
this didn't make your top ten, right? This movie was very disappointing to me. What? This movie disappointed me. Wow, I love the lobster. Lobster's so great. I, the last I can go the on last a rant for like twenty minutes about this movie. The last half an hour feels but a little. This movie starts off so well as such an interesting concept. Has great characters. John C. Riley is great. Like, I was like, oh my god, this movie's amazing. And then the movie just goes to shit. It like looked- takes a giant dump on itself. And I it is that I think terrible. It was the I second think it was... half of this movie is garbage. It is dog shit. It should not be watched by anyone. It does not make sense. It is stupid. It deserves to die in a fiery hole. Okay, but well, I mean, you watch on. the first half of the movie. It's it's, it's really good. But okay, I mean, well, it's I've seen so many movies this year where the first half sets it up so well, and then it just goes to shit, and the ending sucks, and it makes no sense, and the movie is just dumb. And there's a point in this movie where he's literally cutting. I, I, I don't even care. I'm gonna spoil this movie. He, he's like cutting his eyes out because the girl's blind and she got into her eyes like surgery, so so she couldn't see him. And it was like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? The movie started off so well. It makes no sense. Okay, so uh, devil, devil's, devil's advocate opinion here. Uh, I think the movie's great. I think the first three quarters of the movie's great. I think the movie does kind of lose steam in the last twenty minutes, maybe even half an hour. Because I, do you think you think that the second they leave the hotel is when the movie turns to shit, right? Um, yeah, probably. Because I think the movie's still pretty good once they get to the forest. I think once they like, I think it's once they go to the city. I think like that's probably like within the past, like, within the last like half an hour. I think the movie starts to lose a little bit of steam, but I still think it's good. I still think the first three quarters of the movie was still fantastic, and that it's just a little lesser compared to the the first three quarters of it. But I still think it was a great movie overall. I still loved it. It's a case of one of those movies that, like, it wasn't a perfect masterpiece to me, but I enjoyed it so much to the point that I have it high on my list. Yeah. How low is it on your list? Let's see. Because the way you were just talking about it, basically, I had it, you have it quite between, well. Uh, I had it right next to Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Alright, I don't have numbers. I need numbers. That was, that it was 24 out of 78. That's still pretty good. That's in the top, that's in the top third. Because I love the first half of the movie, but the second half is so bad. It's because this movie could have been my number one for the year. But the movie did not know what it was doing in the second half. Tease throw. Number three? Oh, wait, before before we go into that, uh, Yorgos, the guy who did it, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, has another movie coming out uh, this year with a comic barrel called uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. And that's going to be a great movie. Do you know what that's about? Nope. It's about uh, a Talk surgeon that like becomes friends with like a teenager. There's no trailer for it or anything. It's just a basic plot summary, and that's it. There's no like I, I don't even know if there's a picture for the movie, but it's gonna be great. I can't wait for it. And guess who's guess who's distributing it? A twenty four. Yeah, buddy. Just take your dick out of the box. Yep. Just, just take my money. Just do it. Number three. I had Moonlight as my number three. Uh, we already Moonlight. talked about this, but I think Moonlight. it was a exceptional movie that you need to watch. My number three. Is a movie I actually just rewatched uh, four or five days ago. Also an A twenty four movie, like I said, The Witch. Mm. I love this movie. I love. Hey, the Matt Witch. saw this movie. Matt, you I saw this movie too. Movie. Matt, did you like The Witch? Yeah, it was really good. It was fucking eerie I, as shit. I thought it was. I thought the movie was. It's so one of those good. movies that I watched, and then I, I rewatched, and then more stuff came out in the year, and I was just like, I'm not like appreciating this movie as much. I needed to rewatch it again on Blu-ray because the first watch time it with subtitles movie, too. Uh, it was very distracting because there were flies. I've never had this happen before, but there were flies flying around the projector, so they were actually showing up on the screen, the and fuck? it was very weird. 
that's actually kind of like a like the perfect movie for that to like happen to kind of in a way yeah i honestly thought for a second it was a part of the movie oh, when i saw it. it i was like wait are they supposed to be fly like this just fucking flies <laughs> just flying around the whole time so odd because i've never even heard of that happening i know a lot of people kind of didn't really like this movie when it came out because and i could see why a lot of people, people wouldn't like understand the movie. what the movie was trying to do people thought this was gonna, just gonna be a straight up like jump horror movie when it's not it's much more of an atmospheric horror movie and also the dialogue throws a lot of people off because it's like it's like it's like authentic like 17th century like puritan dialect like they say like doth like and has to like stuff like that stuff you read in shakespeare doth and has but like i i hate it because i've talked to people the last couple days talking about horror movies and they're like oh i love these movies like dost thou like the taste of butter just talking we were talking about like uh fucking the gallows which i'd argue is maybe the worst movie i've ever seen I'm like, this movie is just jump scares. And jump scares do not make a movie good. Do not make a good horror movie. They don't add to the quality of a movie at all. If a movie can... No, they, they can. In certain but instances, yes, they can. if you just do jump scares, yeah, if the then... entire movie is 90% jump scares, you are not helping yourself, you are hindering yourself. I would argue The Witch has maybe one jump scare throughout the entire movie. If you look at something movie. like Sinister, which I'd argue is a very good horror movie. It's a good. It's a good mix. It's like it, it does and jump scares. Great, because, except for it the does them very well. Except for the last one, that was dumb. They're just they don't. Nothing pops out. There's just stuff that happens. Yeah. It like you're just watching the movie. They're not there happens. for the sake of scariness. It's there for the sake of this is advancing the plot. Like you look at the lawnmower scene, or yeah. like the scene when the kid falls out of the attic, like yep. stuff like that. It's just great because you're just watching it. You're not expecting anything to happen, and something yeah. happens, and it's. And it, progress, and it progresses the, the scene. It's not there so for tense. It's not there arbitrarily. But it's there if you don't something. set up the tension in a plot, you can't have a jump scare because you're just like, oh, okay, well, yep. everything's popping out. Yep, it doesn't work. But the Wait. witch is a quality example of uh, how horror movies should do it. Another I movie mean, that's gonna uh, be very divisive. Yeah, it's a, it's a very divisive movie. A lot of people got turned off in this movie. I know you a know lot what? of people that hated this movie. Yeah, me too. Hated it with a passion. I was like, you, you're dumb. Wonderful movie. Um, my number two for the year was Arrival. Uh, another movie I literally did not know what it was about. I did not see a single trailer. Did not know who, who was directing this movie, which was really funny. Um, and I went into this movie just because I was like, oh, I, I heard it was good. I honestly think I got a little confused with Passengers because nobody even knew what anything was. And I was like, all right, I'll go see this movie. I got this movie. Killed me emotionally. Still haven't like, seen it. I really want to. This movie just wrecked me because I did not expect this movie to do anything. I didn't know what this was about. I just knew it was about some aliens arriving on Earth. And I was like, okay. And Amy Adams was in it. And Jeremy Renner was in it. And I'm like, I like this. Oh, guy. And you need to just go into this movie, not watch the trailer, and just watch this movie. Because the trailers do not show justice in the movie. They spoil a lot of stuff. It's one of those movies you just want to watch. And it is just such an... The perspective this movie puts on this life and, like, just the how, like, decisions you make and everything. Like, I, I don't really want to get spoilery because I know you guys both haven't seen this movie. My God. Get off your ass and watch this fucking film. It is this film. It's high quality film. Don't tell me what to do with my ass. I will do what with you, my ass what I please. What are you watching? The, a film? Film. A film? I recall it was a horror film. Stepped outside into the ring. Do it. 
Good copy. Do it. Do it. So do it. My number two, which I've talked about before, is uh Moonlight. Which already already talked about it before, but just emphasize again, Moonlight. I feel like we've talked about this many times at this point. It's been brought up like five times. Just brought it up in the beginning. But Moonlight, wonderful film. It's gotta win Oscars. And if it's if this movie like somehow didn't get Oscars, it would actually be like the biggest boycott ever. Like for the Oscars, I could guarantee you. But it will. Danny's don't worry. Gonna, like cry and be like, it got snubbed again. It's a shoe in for best supporting and best supporting actor. La La Land's gonna win best picture. You're gonna be like, fuck. Honestly, La La Land does have a good chance of winning best picture. If it does, I'm gonna be pretty mad. I know because I don't think it deserves it. Either. Yeah, I don't think it deserves it. Overrated. Even if Manchester won, I wouldn't be like that. No, like, Manchester was great. Yeah. Because I feel like Manchester actually has like I w- I could. I could go about explaining why that could actually win Best Picture. Yeah. La La Land doesn't deserve it. Okay, well. I might, honestly, I'm probably going to bump up La La Land, or sorry, not La La Land, Manchester on my list to above La La Land, because I have it. You're the other one. How did you put La La Land above that? It's only one, I mean, they're right next to each other, it's only one spot above. Manchester's such a big So, number one. I had uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, my number one. Which I just watched last night. Yeah. And I thought it was good, but. That so, is... um, Danny has never played a fucking Zelda game before in his life, but this movie basically encapsulates everything you want in a Zelda movie without actually having anything to do with Zelda. And it is, in that vein, exceptional. It is probably the most beautiful movie I've seen this year, as one of the best soundtracks I've seen. Very good beautiful characters. animation. I mean, it's, like, it's a like it movie, so. Very good characters, very good story. Very sad movie. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very dark movie, very too. Very sad, movie. dark uh, movie in the vein of Nino Kuni. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not a movie. I know, but it's in the Ooh, similar vein. Just story my favorite movie <laughs> is Nino Kuni. Um, but definitely go to see this movie if you have a chance. I know people are going to just disregard it because it's an animated film, but it honestly was the biggest surprise this year. I went and saw this movie because I had nothing to do, and I'm like, hey, let me go see this movie because I have nothing to do, and this movie changed my life. Truly. My number one, which I talked about extensively in the podcast, is Green Room. I love Green Room. Oh, so good. Just watch out for Jeremy Sonia. He's, 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 I know he's doing another movie called A Hold the Dark, which is like a book adaptation, and I don't really know like, when it's going to come out, because it's been like kind of in hold on, uh, in development for a little while, but he's, he's a guy to watch out for, because Blue Ruin's also a fantastic movie. Did you see, you saw Blue Ruin, right, Jeff? Yes, I did. Great movie. But Green Room, I just, I loved so I bought, much. I actually bought Green Room on Blu-ray like two months ago and have not opened it. It's just sitting like on my table. Green Room is, it's probably like the only movie besides like Moonlight this year that I was 100% like extremely excited about this movie. I saw it and I, I loved every second of it and I was still, I loved it despite how hyped I was for it. Mm-hmm. I think Green Room does suffer from the fact that it was like so early in the year because that people are going to yeah. it, it kind of sucks because that happens with a lot of movies I feel the same way about The Witch and like The Witch there's like probably any movies that come out between like February and even like early May like oh, they almost really forgotten do, about. never really do anything come award season they yeah. make a noms but they never win the only season. one I can think of maybe in the past couple of years is maybe Grand Budapest mm-hmm. other than it's that it's because really they just there's so much new stuff and people like have such a recency bias that it never works out well yeah, I know. I, it's dumb. But definitely go see these. Uh, and read Danny's reviews about movies, because... Yeah, Green Room wasn't a great review, but... Oh, but Danny, you gotta, you gotta plug it. Yeah, I'll, I'll plug it. Plug that shit! 
Plug it. So Matt, Matt, what was your favorite movie there? Uh, probably Green Room, to be honest. Yeah, buddy. I mean, it was just really fucking good. Yo, this guy. Yo, very suspenseful. This guy fucks. A movie can keep me in suspense for like the entirety of it. This guy. That's fucks. that's what I like about a movie. So that movie. So that's awesome. why The Witch and Green Room were really good, high up for me in Wonderful. like movies I really like this year because they managed to get me like to actually feel suspense, and they don't just like throw shit at you. Just try to, like, appease people. They're like, no, you're going to fucking wait for the good shit. And then it gets really good. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Justin, really quickly, do you want to do our uh, five worst movies of the year? Just cut it down to five because it kind of took a little while. Oh, yeah, the, oh, the yeah. dog shit of the year. Oh, dog God. shit of 2016. Dog shit of the year. Um, the, the, the most dog shit movie I've ever seen on television, uh, Indiscretion, was, I think it was a Lifetime movie, that I, like, Watched because it was on in the TV and my grandma was watching it and I was like, "What the fuck is the movie?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's Carrie Ells." And I'm like, "I guess I'll watch this movie because Carrie Ells is like great and he's Doctor Gordon." But I was like laughing at how bad this movie was. It was like the edge, the tipping point of like how bad a movie could be before it like actually is not funny and it's just like cringeworthy. But this movie was just not good. You you will probably never see this movie. And don't. The ending of this movie just made me laugh, and I fell off my chair because I was like, "This movie, it's it's not doesn't make sense." Yeah. Nice. So my first worst movie of the year was a High Rise, which I don't think you saw, Justin, but uh, it's a Ben Wheatley movie, and uh, I don't know how I saw a lot of uh. This was on, on like top ten for a lot of people. Yeah, this was on top ten for a lot of people. I just I don't know what it was about the movie. I just I didn't like it. It just it didn't really hit with me. I just. This is the 2016 Birdman. No, Birdman was a different case because Birdman fucking won Best Picture, which it shouldn't have. I mean, like, High Rise isn't going to get nominated for Oscars or anything, which makes me a little, like, happier, I guess, about it. But I just, I don't know. I saw a lot of love for this movie. I just didn't like it. So Fair enough. Uh, Coming in at 75 on my list was uh, The Darkness, which... I, we mean, Danny literally went solid because we had time to kill between two movies. and uh, Yeah, we stuck in. This movie. <laughs> my God, Kevin Bacon tries, but doesn't. He's the best anything. part of the movie, but it's not really saying much. The movie is just dog shit. <laughs> like, uh, talk about bad horror movie. Oh, my God. This movie tries to make scares off of fucking fingerprints on the walls. That a black fingerprint. That sounds a bit racy to me. It does, but it's. I think the movie is very prejudiced in itself because it's like the movie's all about like Indian, like Native American spirits that try to kill a white, a suburban white family. But is it more racist than Adam Sandler's movies? I uh, yeah, probably. Are you sure? Because Adam Sandler kind of makes Sandler. jokes out of it. And this was like a horror movie. Uh huh. But I feel like I don't know. Whatever. I didn't see this movie. Yeah. you don't go see this movie. Don't. I don't, don't see, see bad it. movies. I don't see bad movies. Good. Uh, my next one was... Uh, let me go back to my box, yes. Was uh, Lights Out. I just... I don't know. I just didn't like Lights Out. I, there's something about like the slow burn horror. Like like that and The Conjuring. Like, that's is, like, genre. I don't know what it is about those movies. movies that, like, the, co- the Conjuring... Give, give them anything to enjoy. The, con- the Conjuring 2 actually just missed this list. It's actually right Which is high upsetting range. because The Conjuring 2 was fantastic and you were dumb. I don't know, but Lights Out, just, nah, wasn't a fan of it. It was a good so, movie. 
Yeah, that wasn't that good. Go watch the short lights album. It's much better. Yeah, no, I have I have seen it. Then it's a lot better. All right, next one. Uh, now you see me too. Uh, okay. the first one. I liked the first one. I didn't think it was that good, but I actually enjoyed it. I was like, okay, why is this movie of a sequel? This movie does not deserve a sequel. Yeah, the first one wasn't that good. And then I I was watching this movie and I was cringing and I was just like, turn this off, turn this off, turn this off. Just it's funny because I'm on the uh the indiscretion movies Wikipedia page right now. There's literally one sentence for the plot, and there's one sentence for production, and there's nothing else to this movie. Oh, yeah, no. It just says the film was shot in and around New Orleans. That's it. It's nothing else. <laughs> it's so, like, you will never see this movie. I'm I guarantee it. it is, it's that bad. Jeez. Um, yeah, but now you see me too. It's, it's like, just, do not waste your time. If you like the first so, one, you'll, you'll probably hate this one. My number three, I guess, is uh, a movie that Justin's going to fight me about with until the end of fucking time. It's Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Great movie. Not a good movie. Danny, y- you do not understand how good Matt, it is. Matt, did you see BVS? No, I heard it was a bad movie. It's a pile of shit. It's a very good movie. No, it's not. That's all we're gonna say about this. Because Justin's gonna say something mean to me a little bit. So you're number, you're number two. <laughs> he's gonna say he's gonna start. Bullying. Um, he's gonna start bullying me. Honestly, I thought this was one of the worst movies I've ever seen too, because it's like one of those terrible movies that like never deserves to be made. And uh, Emma Watson really didn't have any good movies this year because um, she really didn't try in this movie. But Regression, which I lo- I thought looked great, it was like a horror movie thriller uh, about uh, Emma Watson and uh, Ethan Hawke. Like, it looked really cool. It was like an investigation story. My God. This movie just was like garbage in the vein that like they do not try. Ethan Hawke tries. But it doesn't save this movie. It is so bad because it's just about rape culture and like religion and it just tries to make like political satire about it. And then, even though it's like trying to push propaganda about it in, and it's like this movie made me literally get up have to go across the street and get painkillers because I had such a headache after watching this movie because I was like <laughs> why the fuck am I still watching this movie and I looked at the time left and it's like you still have 48 minutes in this movie and I'm like alright here we go yeah it didn't deserve it but, I mean, it wasn't as bad as my final movie. My number two was uh, The Darkness, which we went over it before. It just, I don't know, this movie just didn't really, like, hit well with me. Just because the movie, uh, I, I don't know if you talked about this before, but one of the big points about uh, The Darkness is that um, the uh, the main, like, boy has uh, has autism. And I, I don't know, because I, I have a younger brother, like, I, I'm getting real up close and personal with the podcast this was here, but my younger brother has autism, and it wasn't, I don't know, something about, like, the way they portrayed a little kid with autism, it just, I, it just didn't, like, hit well with me. That's Like, that's not how a kid with autism, I mean, obviously every child with autism is different, but from what my experience has been so far, it's, it's not like that. It's, I don't know. It's not to the point that I was, like, disgusted, like, oh, this is disgusting. This is not how you portray a child with autism. I was just like, this is just, I just, I can't. I don't like this. It's just 
Let's just say you weren't on Twitter complaining. About I wasn't on Twitter, Twitter complaining. I, I complained on Twitter that it was a bad movie, but I left the autism stuff out of it just because I wasn't really... I don't know. It's something about it just... I don't know. Danny, if you had a Tumblr account that you... I'd be so fucking triggered if I had a WordPress account like Justin. So if you weren't going to make a uh, bad movie, the best thing you could do is take a script from a cult classic that a lot of people hate, but a lot of people do enjoy. Take the same exact script, use the exact same script, same characters, cast nobodies who do not know how to act, use terrible CGI, use the exact same fucking lines of dialogue, and be like, hey, we're going to make this movie. And that was what Cabin Fever was. I don't know who the fuck greenlit this movie. I don't know why Eli Roth even decided to put his name on it. I think Eli Roth is one of the most overrated fucking actors of our fucking time. Because he has the only, like, I think the original is, is a, I love it, but I don't think it's that good. I think Hostel is overrated. I think Hostel is good, but I don't think it's, like, exceptional. And I don't think he's made, like, a movie that is worth a damn. And this movie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It is absolute fucking dog shit. Nobody in this movie tries. They literally look like they're reading off a fucking cue card. They're, like, looking up at it. And I could not believe, watching this movie, that, like, Every fucking scene is like shot for shot of the original. This movie tries zero, zero at everything it does. Do not watch this movie. So my number one watch. worst film of the year was uh, The Forest with uh, Natalie Dormer, which I think it was like the first movie I watched this year too. So I was just like, wow, this movie's this year is gonna suck. And I was just like, I, I don't know, it was just so bad. I don't even want to talk about it. When you, when you just say ugh to describe a movie, that probably sums it up. Yep. Well then. Yeah. Like Danny was saying, there's a lot, bunch of highs and lows for the year. Yeah, there was a lot of hit and misses this year, I would say. That wasn't the end of movies. Ugh, cringe. Okay. So, mm. I think that's it. That's it? Yes, that's it. Looks like that's our... the end of season two, episode one. Yes. I think so. Alright. It might be. Well, Looks like it. it. Might be. Anything else? Anything else? When we get around to recording our next episode in about a year, that'll be the start of season three. <laughs> <laughs> After we take a uh, a totally announced break. Yeah. Uh, well deserved hiatus. Hi. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Danny tried to correct him. <laughs> Fuck you, Danny. You don't. You he's don't right. Know he's about. right. You know. No, you, you, you almost you almost corrected him. It would have been amazing if you corrected him. It would have broken everything. You know anymore. The world itself. Would have world would just... and the podcast would have ended right there. Probably. God damn. I don't have the energy to do the outro, so somebody else do it. Okay. You could find us on SoundCloud, obviously iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Check us out on Find Me on Tumblr. Everything. <laughs> Find us yeah. at Justin's iPod 3, Maddie Fredge, and Tazalopicus on Twitter. We have our links in our bio. Follow our Finsta for white kids. It's totally active. Yeah, totally. It's still active. That was our last year's New Year's resolution. True, resolution true story. I did that for half the year, and then I was like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. But I, I did, did it often. I did it often enough. <laughs> I did it exactly half the year, and then I'm like, I'm done. Good job. I felt that, that was fair Ooh. enough. But anyway, 
Uh, it's been real, guys. Yeah. Wonderful. A, we'll, good, a solid start to season two. Let's see how long it takes to make the next episode. And we will see you soon. I'm calling February. I say that for the next episode. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yee. Yee. Yee.